Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors, Macabre Manor of Mead, Metal, and Mayhem. I'm Jody. And I'm Lord Seamus von Buschenbauer, fifth lord of the lock. Never mind. I, that's what I get for trying to make something up right on the spur of the moment. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you, you, know what, you know what else I am? Uh, drunk on the lord? Yeah. <laughs> I was I was gonna say starting to feel the effects of Malort, but yeah, either way. Ah, <laughs> uh, Malort. <laughs> just it just it just all kind of hit <laughs> right as right as I was getting ready to start the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Malort wall. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Anyway, I I was trying to make up a stupid name because we are doing an episode on Warehouse and Brewery in Scotland. And the reason why we're doing an episode on Tukwara House and Brewery in Scotland is because when we're doing our episode on favorite beers, we talked about Tukwara House and Brewery in Scotland. We did. And I uh, made one major error in <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah, eat a dick, Nelson. <laughs> And I kind of mumbled through something else because I knew enough about it to say the first two sentences and then mumbled the next couple because I hadn't researched it. So I've got all these. I've got the two things fixed here. And Only two? Well, I've got two things fixed. I've got other notes. Okay. And then we'll have to do an episode on fixing those. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going through I've, my... I've thought, I've thought we need to do an errata episode. <laughs> and, I mean, it means I'm going to have to remember all the errors I've made. <laughs> That was that was erotic, not erotic. Not erotica. <laughs> yeah, no, not not doing one of those. <laughs> At least together. <laughs> right. Look, I don't know which one of you fuckers has been sending us fan fiction trying to ship Jody and I, but it's not going to happen. All right. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> if it's going to happen, it would have happened a long time ago when we were both horny virgins. <laughs> uh. Anyway, <clears throat> yes. on that note, thanks again, Heather. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Speaking of things that are Heather, back to Scotland. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I actually impressed myself with that. Uh, that's hard to do. <laughs> um, so as, as, as I was finding these couple things out that I want to fix, I thought I'll just make notes on Queer House and Brewery and and just you know a little history of it because it's kind of an awesome kick-ass place. Yeah. And you'll get a little bit of Scottish history lesson here as well. And, ooh, and context. <laughs> oh, good. This, I can tell Jody's feeling that this is going to be good by the time we get to the end of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, it's only two pages, which is shorter than most of mine. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Trucker House and Brewery in Scotland. The main error I made when we talked about this in our favorite beers, as I said, that it is the oldest extant brewery in Scotland. And that's not. not, that's not right. What it's, it is. It's is, not. Uh, tis not. It's not the oldest brewery, longest continuously functioning brewery. Which one is? Fuck if I know. <laughs> I didn't look that up. That's your episode, Dick. <laughs> Don't get me to do your work. <laughs> We haven't talked about doing that episode. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, drunk Jody, we love you. You, you, know I'm, you know I'm drunk. I just apologize for interrupting you. <laughs> that's, oh, that's true. Damn. 
<laughs> All right, moving on, thusly. <laughs> it is. That's a, dr- that's a drink. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, speaking of drinking, Jody obviously is still drinking more from when we recorded Deep Purple Burn a few minutes ago. Yep. I have moved on because when I made these notes, I went to a local beer store and purchased a Queer House Ale. Nice. Just their, their standard house ale. To get to my notes, you bastard. <laughs> this 20-minute episode is already 20 minutes in. Thank you oh so very much. The uh, warehouse is actually more of a fortified mansion with 50 rooms, and it is the oldest inhabited house in Scotland, having been continuously inhabited for over 900 years. And that is its little claim to fame. Not the longest extent brewery, but the oldest inhabited house in Scotland. That's impressive. It is. Started as a hunting lodge for royalty. Alexander I signed the royal charter for it in 1107. Context, 41 years after the Normans beat the English at the Battle of Hastings. Bastards. Uh, the fucking Normans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but James III gave it to Robert Lord Boyd in 1460, but Robbie didn't appreciate it, so James took it back. Then yeah. The court musician William Rogers, who sold it nine years later to the Oil of Bucan. Uh, interestingly enough, I looked up and listened to a little pronunciation guide on that uh, just before we started recording Purple and uh, Purple's Burn, and I've already mispronounced it. It's Buchan. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, a friend uh, whose last name rhymes with it, and that's how I was trying to remember it. I fucked it up the first time. It's not Buchan. It's Buchan. Hey, hey. Where's your buccaneers? <laughs> Under my fucking hat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Bazinga. <laughs> anyway, then, then the musician William Rogers sold it to the Earl of Buchan, who was the half-uncle of James III, who then gave it to his second son, James Stewart. And this Ooh. was the first Laird of Trocaire, James Stewart, in 1491, but it's not the King James Stewart. No, he was, what, James the Sixth. Yes, tis indeed. Thusly so. See, I'm not that drunk. No, but I might be getting there, too. <laughs> I just finished off that glass of Malort, and I don't know, I have to decide whether or not to fill it back up with Malort or just stick to the water. Nobody likes a quitter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, meanings. So from the Quitter House website, Tre is Celtic for dwelling place in Quare for winding stream, but I'm going to say this is some kind of odd translation because neither Scots Gaelic nor Irish use the letter Q, which could be from an older form, but I've never seen that either. And I, I actually have, like, I'm not fluent. I'm not a studied scholarly person, but I've studied it enough that I'm calling BS. Personally, it looks vaguely French, and we all know the all the alliance of the French and the Scots against the English. Yeah, I when I first saw it, I didn't. I mean, I picked it up because it was. I, I looked at it and I went, "Ooh, Scottish," and uh, you know, so that was why I wanted to try it. But when I first saw the name, I thought French. Yeah, yep, it, it, look, it looks French. And, and the nearby town of Quare means hamlet on the Quare River, which is a tributary to the River Tweed. Um, so I'm, I'm going more with the, the hamlet on the Quare River rather than some sort of Celtic thing, meaning you know, a, a winding stream dwelling place thing. Because actually, the, the original name of the location in Scots Gaelic is Kiddy Bree, which means the church bridge. 
See, I think that's the Gaelic Scots part. Now, is it? Um, oh, never mind. I'll look it up. Okay, you do that, and I'll move on. And you okay. can you can jump back in when you want. You're gonna jump in the hot tub. It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> in 1566, was associated with Mary, Queen of Scots, who stayed there this year, and she reigned. Another reason why the James Stewart isn't the same James Stewart, because it's 100 years before, you know, you would have been. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she reigned from 1542 to 1567, uh, forced to abdicate, a whole different thing that I won't talk about unless we do a different episode on it. And in the 1600s, the owners went back to the Catholicism and supported the Jacobite Rebellion, which is, of course, why they have a Jacobite L that Jody and I have spoken about. Yes. It was one of the towers used to, uh, to light, a tower to light, to warn the Scots that the English were invading uh, in the nearby town of Chiquero or on the Scottish borders. So, you know, they had to be prepared. If you remember Lord of the Rings, where they light all the fires to say, hey, Rohan, Gondor needs your help. You know, and then King Theoden gets all snippy and says, where the fuck was Gondor when the West yeah. fell? But anyway, uh, you know, it's based on history. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for some more context, context, the <laughs> Jacobite rebellions were a series of rebellions that started in 1688 and various times. They lasted until 1746 in an effort to return James II of England, 7th of Scotland, of the House of Stuart, the son of the king we just spoke about, who were Catholic to the throne. And the glorious revolution of 1688, when James was replaced with his daughter, Mary II, and her husband, William III of Orange, who was also James's nephew, those randy, incestuous royalties of Europe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so James was both his uncle and father-in-law. They, they were Protestant, yes. so they, they replaced the Catholic king. And that's where we get the uh, name of William and Mary University. It is, yeah. Yes. Context. Got the X. I was actually already drinking, so that worked out quite well. <laughs> uh, one of the quick outcomes was the Act of Settlement of 1701, where no Catholic can sit on the throne, and that is still in effect today. If you decide to become Catholic and you are in line for the throne, you're shunted out, bastards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're heartbroken about that, I can tell. So, uh, so I... I um... Uh, I, I pulled up Google Translate and and set it to detect language and typed in Traquar. <laughs> it says it's English for Traquar. <laughs> Mr. President. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the dictionary like, under redundant, it says he redundant. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what? <laughs> now, you you said it was a hunting lodge, right? Initially, a hunting lodge. Yes. Initially. Okay. So, if I set Google Translate to French translate from French to English, it says the English is trapping. Huh. So that well, may that have would make sense. Trapping house. That so that could be tied to the, yeah. that could be tied to the hunting lodge thing. So I, I don't know. That's a good point though. I like that. Yeah. That's a good theory. See, coming up with theories that are plausible on spur of the moment. Yeah. That's us. Accurate <laughs> or not, they at least sound good. <laughs> Actually, let me uh, go ahead. I'm, I'm going to try something different here. Okay. Uh, the birth of son James Francis Edward Stewart, known as the Old Pretender, caused the uprisings of 1715 and 1719, which was the first creation of this arming law where the English didn't let the Scots have their 
their swords and what's not, the bastards. And uh, the Charles Edward Stewart caused the 1745 uprising, which was also known as just the 45, and ended at Culloden, where they strengthened the disarming laws and executed the supporters of Charles, the bastards. And yeah. all of this was the reason for no Highland garb in the military, because they, they took away all of the nationalism, patriotism stuff. Uh, so no Highland garb in the military until 1782 from the ban on uh, tartans in general, even though the great kilt had been used back as far as the early 1500s. Yeah. Um, I, I just did a Google translate from English to French with the word trapping, and that's not the word. The fuck it. <laughs> so the symmetric property of mathematics does not work with the linguistics. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right. If if you look up pictures of Tukar House, by the way, they have these bear gates, uh, just beautiful iron gates, but there are brick with these gorgeous bear sculptures on top. And these gates are not to be open until a steward is back on the throne. <laughs> um, so probably probably not going to be open anytime soon. Yeah. I'm hoping they have obviously side entrances. <laughs> if you ever go there, I, I hope to someday, they evidently have a British, at least, famous maze, if not a world-famous maze. Mm -hmm. and, and they have their own tweed design that you can buy from their website, even. Oh, that's cool. And I'd like to say that some of those things that happened where they took away the swords and the tartans and everything, due to the efforts of Sir Walter Scott, 1771-1832, and Robert Burns, 1759-1796, to 1796, and James McPherson, 1736-1796, who wrote Ossian Son of Finn cycle in the 1760s, uh, later in the Victorian era, an appreciation of Scottish culture started to appear, including Burns' suppers that we have talked about before. We did an episode on that. We did. And Highland Games, which we yes. did an episode on. <laughs> we did. Yes, we did. We, and Tartan, yes, we did. Yeah. And Jody and I have mentioned the book "How the Scots Invented the Modern World" by Arthur Herman, talks about this whole entire thing in a lovely chapter towards the end. Uh, the original Stuart family line, and by this Stuart family line, these are the lords of Tequer, not necessarily the royal Stuarts. Um, the original family line died out. Died out. Yeah, uh, this is what I get for drinking and doing Scottish accents. <laughs> half the time. The original Stuart family line died out in 1875 with Lady Louisa Stuart. It was passed to her cousin Henry Maxwell, who changed his name to Maxwell Stuart to keep the line in the same name. Hmm. Very cool of him. Yes. The, and actually, they kind of changed the spelling of the names, too. It's a thing. I'm not going to go into it because it's an audio podcast. But it, when you see it, don't be surprised if you see a Stuart with an EW and a Stuart with a UA. It's still Stuart. Still Stuart. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the current lady, Laird, is Catherine Maxwell Stewart, 21st Lady of Tucker. Awesome. And now I was going to talk about the brewery. Yes. That's the best part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, the brewery was found in the same wing as the chapel, just a level underneath. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> this sounds perfectly accurate to me. <laughs> it, it had... Evidently been started in the early 1700s, stopped being used in the early 1800s, but then started again, used for brewing in the 1960s by Peter Maxwell Stewart, and the brews were fermented in the original oak tons. 
spelled T-U-N-S, you know, the, the tons of. Yeah. Uh, his daughter, Catherine, took over in 1990, and they started producing 1,000 hectoliters a year, which is around a quarter of a million bottles. It's a lot. Yes, and uh, they were also involved in CAMRA, the Campaign for Real Ale, which is a group that focuses British real ales that use traditional ingredients, matured by secondary fermentation, and served without extraneous CO2, which is what most of the time you'll use to, to get the bubbles in the head and a tap draft beer. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, if you can find cask ales, those oh, are my- awesome. They, they're smoother, a little warmer, which mm -hmm. I like anyway. Oh, yeah. oh so good. Definitely and, not a Budweiser. <laughs> no, which still irritates me when I found out that um, Budweiser and Heineken and such beers are still better sellers in the UK than their own beers typically are. Like the, the nice camera real ales. Oh, that pisses me off. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wonderful. By the way, campaign for real ale. I wonder uh -huh. if that's where Douglas Adams and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy took the name campaign for real time in the third book. Could be. Could be. I even looked it up and couldn't find any association, but I, I would assume that. They could be. Depends on when each one started, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, that's a good point. <laughs> I actually thought that at the same time you're asking, and I'm like, fuck, you got to fuck. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Uh, son of a bitch, no. uh, the campaign for real ale started in 1971, well before Douglas Adams published Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yep. Okay. There we go. Woo, so good. yes, that could be where he got it. Yes. Woo! Another theory Yay! brought to you by the terrors. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the beers they have, of which I've had two, sadly. They have the house. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. I've only had two, and I've been through the same two. <laughs> I would guarantee it. Yep. I've had their house, Scottish Ale, which clocks in at 7.2%, and their Jacobite 8% Scottish Ale that has coriander in it. Yes. I would like to very much try their bear ale, like the bear gates, the bears, uh, which is their original draft ale, which is a 5%er. Are, are you laughing at my bear imitation? <laughs> yes. <laughs> And, and they also have 160 shilling, 9.5% scotch ale that I would love to try. And seasonal mm. brews also. Cool. Uh, the part I mentioned at the beginning of the episode where I, I said that the shillings are based on price, what not, what's not, what's not, and then mumbled yeah. a little bit because I wasn't actually ready to go into detail. So I didn't remember. But how about for you now? I'm going to fix it. Here it is. This is my theory, and this theory is mine. This is my theory, of which is mine, which nobody else can use because it's mine is my theory. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sorry. The apologies to John Cleese for butchering that. Anyway. You, <laughs> you did, but it was still funny. <laughs> <laughs> the shilling. Mostly because I got the reference. <laughs> that helps. I, I, yeah. My, my wife bought a hat and I wasn't expecting her to buy a hat and then come in with it on her head. It took me a second. I go, I wasn't expecting that. It's not like it's a Spanish inquisition. She had no idea and just kind of moved about whatever she was talking about and ignored me. <laughs> I imagine she does that quite a bit though. Quite a bit. It was a cute hat once I realized what the hell was going on. <laughs> uh, shillings are an invoice price per hogshead, which is a 54 imperial gallon 
unit of measurement that was used in the late and mid, so mid to late, 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I, I've had to stutter a few times because I wrote these notes, obviously, when I was drunk. There are so many misspellings and weird grammatical <laughs> uh, Anyway, a, a 60 shilling Scottish ale is a light one, which clocks in about 3.5 and less percent ABV. A heavy is a 70 shilling, which is 3.5 to 4% ABV, because remember, in the UK, a session ale, it has almost no alcohol. And when they talk about light and heavy, it, it, it's not what we would consider heavy in the United States right now. <laughs> Any, anyway, uh, the export is an 80 shilling, 4 to 5.5%. And the we heavy is a 90 shilling, which is above 6%. There, there's a range in there of 5.5 to 6 that was never discussed in any of the articles I could find. So I'm assuming that's probably the export. <laughs> and, and I do have one more error to fix because I know I've mentioned this in one of the beer episodes when we're talking about mm -hmm. Heather as a traditional thing and, and Scottish ales like Scotch ales now, peated malts. Yeah. Peated malts are what are now used in Scotch ales, especially made by American brewers. They are not historical. Yeah. Scotch ales, Scottish ales would really? not initially have used peated malt. They're just called Scotch ales and Scottish ales because they were made in Scotland. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you know, English ales are traditionally made in England. <laughs> I mean, yeah. and, and, and Irish <laughs> ales are made in Ireland. You call them that? <laughs> and, yeah. um, and American macro lagers are traditionally made in the outhouse. Sorry, you know, drink. <laughs> <tastes> like it. <laughs> drink, drink what you like. Oh, we should stop being beer snobs and just be beer nerds. <laughs> if if you like it, if you drink it. Yeah. I, I guess I'm I should still, only say. Oh, I'm no, still going to make. I'm, I'm still going to make fun of Rob for drinking Corona, but. Yeah, but he's branching out. He sent us some pictures lately of some like hoppy ass beers. That's true. He has. I'm. I. I and. The, it's not that I'm making fun of Rob for drinking Corona. I'm just making fun of Rob. Just making fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a feeling this is going to go off on a soapboxy tangent. No, I'm going to stop right there. Uh, it wasn't <laughs> just Unless you. you're going to go off on <laughs> nope, the tangent. That's another I'm done. <laughs> I, me, I, I'm forcing myself to also stop. Let's all just okay. enjoy each other's beers and, and. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, stop being dicks. It's all, it's all good. <laughs> on that note, though, we should, we should be getting off here. As Jody had mentioned in the previous episode, we don't know which is coming out first. If you've enjoyed this, we've not really mentioned this much before in the almost two years we've been doing this, but share this. Share it with your friends. Say, hey, you might like this episode. If you like Tolkien, share it, try that one. If you like drinking, try this one. If you like metal, try this one. Yeah. You know, tell them that there's something for almost everybody and tell them where to mm -hmm. find us. And if you're not sure, get a hold of us on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, Twitter. <laughs> Where, where, where all fine podcasts are distributed. Ooh, that was impressive. <laughs> Considering how much my Lord I've had, and I just I, poured the last of it into my glass. He, I'm assuming, actually, your drunkenness is one of the things that enabled you to <laughs> do that. <laughs> you could be right. But on that note, a note of peated malt. <laughs> it's a good note. <laughs> I'm James. And I just took a sip of my Lord. <laughs> I'm Jody. <laughs> Talk to y'all later. Bye. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes.
hold on. I left my beer over there on the bookshelf. <laughs> I wonder if she's listened to any of these. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to say no. Okay, I gotta stop for a second. I just saw the meme you posted. <laughs> which which one? The the Lord of the Rings. Lord one? of the Rings. Yeah, you like it, don't you? Uh -huh. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good. You know, I have water I could be drinking instead of Malort, and I haven't fucking done it. <laughs> Nobody likes a wuss. <laughs> Bellhaven. Bellhaven in 719 is the oldest Scottish, still currently working brewery. You bastard, you could have looked at some fucking self. I could finish this bottle off tonight, is what I'm saying. Do it. Do it. <laughs> you keep your tequila shot. Give me the fucking stout. <laughs>